Hold up, hold up, hold up. What? I just don't like the stereotype that comes with it because now yes. people are going to think oh no you need to choose a side yeah. or no you you cheat because you don't know what you want you yeah. you know and that's why i love that uh what's a domo what's a domo wilson her song yes. that by ah. anthem because the thing is i generally <laughs> yes i like to be pussy and yes i like to write dick what is the problem like, I like you know i like guys so it is the month of june and the month of june is pride month so letty would like to celebrate pride by releasing a series of episodes to do with the lgbtq plus community this means that i'll be joined by different guests who identify within the LGBTQ spectrum and we'll get to discuss, you know, their identity. They'll get, be giving advice to people who are navigating their identities and just to bring general awareness for pride. And so I'm really excited for this. I find this so, so, so important, not only just for people to be able to find courage and pride within navigating this themselves and their identities but also just to build a greater tolerance toward the lgbtq community in itself because we are fighting a lot of battles in humanity and one of the groups that are especially targeted are members of the lgbtq community so i think it's so important to spread awareness and you know celebrate pride so happy pride everybody hi everyone so obviously welcome back to another episode of litty I'm your host. Obviously, you know who I am. And today in studio, I'm joined by Kukosha and Tania. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> just cold. Yeah, it's just cold. Yeah, you the know. The cold didn't come to play. It really did. No. It didn't it's come so to play. unnecessary. As if we're not Dude. going to enough. Dude, but like, think about it. Imagine if we were... Imagine if we were outside and you're experiencing this cold. Exactly, uh-uh. guys. Yo, I'm just thinking about the people in the streets, guys. Dude. Have you... Oh, wait, no. Now we're going to talk about that. That was going to... Yeah, we're going to sidetrack. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, obviously, this episode is to commemorate um, Pride Month. So, first of all, I should be saying, Happy Pride, guys. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, <laughs> We're celebrating love. Yes. Yes. Um, so 
we're gonna obviously start out by talking about you know this whole thing of sexual orientation and so i just wanted mm-hmm. to ask you guys um what is your sexual orientation and when did you come to the realization of it okay so i was 19 when i came to the realization that i am you know a homosexual i'm gay (laughs) (laughs) but i just didn't um know which label i fell under so when i was 19 i found out about pansexuality and i was like this is me this is my vibe this is my jam now i'm 21 and i identify with just being queer so why the choice of just queer so when i was 19 i felt like i couldn't exist without the label without labeling myself as a pansexual and i relied heavily on it that without this label then i don't have a a place in the community and even though calling myself a queer woman is still a label i just feel like queer is much more broad it's like an umbrella term in a way Mm. yeah so i just feel more comfortable with just being queer because then because also people would didn't know um what pansexuality was and i'd have to explain myself all the time and they'd be like but why don't you just call yourself a bisexual and i was like it's not the same thing you know so I, i was just like you know what let me for my sanity and also just because i've evolved as a person i'm just gonna describe um associate myself with the word queer Hmm. yeah yeah no i agree with it's it's just easier calling yourself queer yeah it's just yeah Yeah. it's much and you tell me what do you identify as oh um okay so i identify as an adrosexual uh, which means that I'm attracted to masculinity. I have a sexual attraction to masculinity. So masculine behavior, Ooh. it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. You know, as long as you got that little masculine vibe to it, you know, I fucked with it. Um, so that's basically what I identify as. Um, however, I think it's also just easier calling myself queer because of the itty bitty bits of it. I mean, mm. like I've noticed, like I. <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this, but like I can't, like I can hook up with a femha, but I I don't think I can have sex with a femha, you know. So uh, yeah, it's just mm. better to call myself. Yeah. yeah, there's just too many labels and like sub thingies regarding yeah. it. Mm, especially yeah. because just general, there's a lot of people that like to set rules for different yes. labels, and yeah. Yeah. sometimes it's not even really the case, but. You just rather avoid the conflict of it. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. Because I feel like there's just so as as oh, what am I even saying? Like <laughs> labels, <laughs> labels. They bring also like a sense of comfort to people, you know. Because yeah. for so long they were like, I had to hide myself or I had to suppress myself, and now that I'm out and I'm I'm proud. And I can say proudly that I'm a lesbian or I'm a bisexual or I'm trans. So it, it's 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 finicky, you know, this thing. It's a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like I feel like also labels just help you just get clarity or I think help yeah. other people understand you better. And also as you said, 
it makes you like it brings you comfort because i think once i realized that there was actually a term for what i like i was like damn okay cool and (laughs) a lot of people also don't realize that they are actually adrosexuals um because they are attracted to masculinity or a guy what's the female version yeah there's a guy in something gynophilia type of vibe mm. so it's basically when you're attracted to femininity and i thought i found that a lot of lesbians would hook up with gay guys because of the feminineness that they had do you know yeah. what i mean wow. yeah so it's quite interesting especially i think once i i i told my cousin you know i'm an adrosexual whatever and we started having the discussion it was just like oh my goodness, is there one for femininity? And I was like, yeah, man. And she researched and she was like, damn, I think that's me because I low-key be hooking up with, you know, gay dudes, even though I identify as a lesbian, you know? Yeah. That's so cool. It helps with knowing that you're not alone in whatever you're feeling or that it, it is a general normal feeling. I don't know if I'm making sense. Mm. But then, it's yeah. like... I still think that a lot of people still just make it difficult still because like also now for example as a person who would be um, bisexual or mm-hmm. lesbian and now you are involved with a girl who later tells you that actually I've always felt like I am a male and I identify as male and so I am a transgender male and I want to you know not necessarily mm. that they have to want to undergo the transition or anything but yeah. now it ends up being like a whole complication of now okay then what is your sexuality because you can't say that you're lesbian because you're with mm. the man you know and then it's, it ends up being yeah sorry no you can say what you were saying I was gonna say I think that's why we we just have to say like sexuality is fluid. I think when mm. it comes to scenario, um, you just have to respect that your person is no longer a female, yeah, and ha- has always felt as if they have always felt that they are um, a male. I guess um, you just have to respect their pronouns and respect yeah. who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah. It, it, it does it I, I won't lie it does become tricky because now it's like well okay now we actually have to have this discussion like yeah you know because it also comes to the the girl in the relationship now she's like what do i identify as because if i say I'm a, if i say i i'm a lesbian does that doesn't that mess with you because you're not a man but i'm i mean you're not mm-hmm. a woman but i'm with you so it, mm-hmm. you, you have to also have that conversation and mm-hmm. But also, I think at the end of the day, um, you can say that... I think it depends on your partner as well. Like, you can say, I'm still a lesbian, but I'm going to be with you. And I'm going to respect you as a man. And I'm going to respect your pronouns. And if you're going to undergo medical transition, I'll be there for you. You know, whatever the case. But they must just know that you still like women. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Oh, everything is <laughs> black and white but even um, it really isn't and like you said when you said that um, sexuality is fluid um, I was actually going to ask you about that I was going to ask you what what do you think that saying or 
belief means to you i don't know if that is a very important question yeah, okay. that's a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's have fun with tea. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's piping hot, this tea. It's piping hot. It's piping, man. <laughs> you can't drink cold tea. Not like that. <laughs> um, okay, so to me, it means that. I'm not put in a box. I'm mm. literally, I literally have so much space to explore my sexuality and to find out what I like and what I don't like. And I'm mm. not bound by, I'm not bound by anything or anybody really. I can literally just be with whoever I want, do whoever I want, and <laughs> just, just be like you're just free. And that's yeah. what I like about it because it's, it's literally freedom, and it makes me so happy when I hear people like come out or yeah, when people talk about like the experience, it just makes me happy mm-hmm. to know that there are people out there who really don't give a fuck, like, and they're just living their lives the way they want to, and it just it just makes me happy. It, it makes me really happy. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, Cooks. Like, I think it's just it's nice being. No, it's nice just being, you know, I don't need any judgment. I'm not going to get any judgment from anybody. I'm going to do me. I want to sleep with this person. I'm going to sleep with this person, you know, because Mm -hmm. I find it attractive. And you also have to remember, attractiveness is relative, guys. So, you know, whatever is attractive to me might not be attractive to Cookie or whatnot. But, like, Mm -hmm. it just is what it is. And I also think I, I, I think sexuality became fluid for me, like, after my past relationship because it was just like you know just realizing okay who am i what do i want to do and just not having any restriction you know yeah like i think also when i was in a relationship i always just thought oh okay i must be homeless i was it heterosexual because you know i'm dating a guy but i was just like do I really want to be? <laughs> you know? It's kind of boring, yeah. Like, you know, it's not even just boring, because it's just that, that, like, why do I have to put a label on it? That was my chat, you know? Yeah. It was just like, but I want to be free. I just also, I just want to be, I just want to be who I am, you know? Yeah. And I think, I don't want to say I came out, but I think I just, I just was more, I think I, I, what do you call it? I don't want to say yeah I don't want to say I came out but it was just like you know what I know what I know who I am and I know what I yeah. like and once I did that it was just like easier now you know and I think I must also stop having this restriction that I can't get with femme hands <laughs> because you know <laughs> you never know <laughs> When you guys were saying this whole thing about um, sexuality being fluid, like I get you. I feel like it's also, um, it's like a situation of sometimes you think that you have a certain idea of what you like, what you're attracted to, or, you know, things like that, until you meet a specific person that changes Mm. that. Yep. Mm. I think that's always the turning point for everybody. There's yeah. always a certain belief the whole way until there's one person. That one. Yeah, and that suddenly, is- oh. 
Yeah, and he's just like, oh, why do I feel like this? What's happening? <laughs> What's going on? What is happening? What is happening? And he's just, mm. and after that, there's no going back. Like there's no, no, there isn't. there's no there going isn't. back. There's no, there's no oh. way you could be the same person after you've had like a sexual awakening. Just as, just like a spiritual awakening, you can never be the same person. That person is dead. The one mm. that you were before, that person is mm. gone dead. Don't even try and like resurrect and revive that bitch because she's gone. So, she's dead and gone. Right. She's dead and gone. So from the, from like when you figure yourself, when you, or not even figure when you, when you get like that feeling and you're like, yo, what is this? You mm. just have to go forward. You can't turn back. From that moment, you just forward. Yeah. There's no switching it off. But even with that whole thing of not being able to switch it off, um, because obviously this type of thing, it's not a choice. It's who you are. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, I just wanted to also ask, like, um, how do you feel about the pressure from society and the constant judgment? And, like, how do you deal with you know, being a queer person in today's world? Um, I just want to say, like, for me, um, actually for all of us, us three, we're femme-presenting. Like, we're very girly girl. So when you yeah. see us, you wouldn't think, oh, she's one of them. She's part of the alphabet squad. You wouldn't think that. So for us, luckily, well, we don't even have to think about um like um parking what's the word like somebody attacking us for our queer queerness that's unless yeah. they know us they know us personally. yeah but if you meet like a stranger then i'm not saying that we're safe because you know we're women in south africa still but from like a queer perspective they wouldn't hurt us but also um just living life as a queer person sometimes I, I I don't know how to navigate it really because I'll, I'll think okay do I have to come out to every single person that I meet do I have to tell everybody oh no by the way I'm, I'm not I'm not hetero you know so that's just how I think of it right now and how like what i'm struggling with and in terms of like judgment and stuff i really don't care anymore mm. when i was younger i um that did that did play a huge part into me not um like coming out because i came out only like the year after i matriculated so i harbored all of those and also like going to catholic school that that's also another thing i just harbored mm. all of those feelings and i'd see how others would get treated at my school because they were queer and i was like listen this is not a chat i'm gonna try this is not a box i'm gonna open right now i'll deal with this later but right now i am great i do not care what anybody has to say um mm. yeah i'm just living life you know your, the, the the point that you just made now saying that like you know because you were at a catholic school and you saw how people treated other queer people um mm-hmm. i mean how people queer people that already made you like you know hesitant to even come out and mm-hmm. i i found that i i've noticed that in a lot of people and it's quite sad guys it's it's so it's sad to look back and 
you know, I treated this person badly because I just didn't like that they were sexually attracted to the same sex, you know? Mm. Mm. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Um, yeah. But in the same breath, we've mentioned this in our group chat, how kids nowadays, I mean, I have a cousin that's 14, you guys know, that's yeah. come out. And it's literally amazing to say that, you know, at 14, she knows who she is. She knows what she likes. Yeah. And she's not going to give a damn about it. And she's going to tell the family. And she doesn't... I mean, also, my family's quite... I mean, you guys know my older cousin, whatever, got married. Um, yeah. Lesbian and stuff. So, and she's way older than all of us. Um, so my family's very accepting. So for her, it's just... It's nice to have that environment, but it's also just so sad that a lot of people aren't privileged like that to come out yeah. open. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I definitely think that's one of the challenges, but I must say that I'm quite... I see some hope in our... I see hope in... Not even some. I see hope in our generation and yeah. that come after us because you can see there is no judgment anymore. They're very yeah. open um, and they're more accepting and respectful. Yeah. I respectful. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think, though, with our generation, there still is that um, difficulty in it because, like, I mean, our age group, I would say, maybe because we surround ourselves with um, more understanding people and stuff. But then yes. I look at, like, for example, I have, I have a younger brother who's 13 this year. And, mm-hmm. like, I look at them for example and they're still at that age where you know they they struggle with the whole thing of accepting homosexuality and mm. they struggle a lot with um um comfortability um if a person is yeah not or they still say things like oh no i'm not gonna do that that's gay you know oh, like yeah. and it's like it's sad because that's that's always how it starts like if you're a person yeah. who comes out when you're young it's it's always a harder i don't want to say harder journey because everybody's journey is different yeah not yeah. myself there but just generally like when you're a kid i just think it's 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 a lot more tricky because also now when you look about like when you look at the times when we were younger and you look at like, um when people start saying how they're going to single gendered schools and things like that and people start you know people still have those stigmas about how oh my gosh if you go into a girl in your school you're gonna end up yeah, yeah. yeah. guys yeah. yet they don't say this about boy schools Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna send my boy to a all boys school because he's gonna be gay. You never hear that. It's always mm. a always a girls' schools. It's always the girls' schools. I think that's mainly just because um queerness within females is so sexualized. Yeah. And that's yeah. their first problem. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. apart from fighting that whole thing of being differently just because you're queer you're also fighting this whole thing of now males will come up to you when you're with your girlfriend for example and be like yo can you guys kiss yeah. or do the most inappropriate yeah. things yeah. That is, they always oh want you to perform your sexuality they always want you to perform it also like when let's say you like girls and guys 
and you go on a date with the guy then you say oh yeah by the way i'm bisexual they'll always be like chance will start coming up like oh yeah let's introduce a third party because you know that's how you write so this is this is that's okay this is nice you i know? think that's so frustrating it's so frustrating and because think about it guys you know having being bisexual right i feel like there's so much bashing towards bisexual people and it's not okay it's really not okay this thing of people i think it's also the stereotypes of how people say bisexual people don't know what they want um you choose a side they need to pick a side why do i have to pick i don't have to for who who am i picking for Ah, relax, relax. I like eating pussy and I like riding ah, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, okay, just <laughs> and it's fine because just you can go fine. to a heterosexual person and you see that just because they um straight, they like let's say for example, a guy likes girls. That doesn't mean that they like all girls. So exactly. why? Is it- how is it a picking of things? You're not picking. You just end up liking a person. And because you like that person, you be with that person. It's not a thing yeah. of, well, because I like both, I'm sort of interested in both at the same time. No, mm. it doesn't work. It doesn't really no. work like that. You're not necessarily no. saying I'm going to entertain a male and a female at the same time. It's just I like both of them. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I'm open and- to dating either or. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think that the whole the whole stigma around them bisexual people being labeled as cheaters is also oh, yeah. a thing because now a lot of also I've noticed a lot of lesbians don't want to be with bisexual people because it's like you know hi you and I have to also be watching guys and you know it's just uh, it's just it's 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 really not nice guys it's not nice at <laughs> it's all. a lot it's a lot and like. I don't know what needs to happen, but like, it needs to stop. And I'm not going to happen overnight. There needs mm. to be like a lot of un- unpacking. Oh, I hate that word now. There needs to be like a lot of unpacking, like in, in terms of like the person. Why don't you like dating a bisexual? Why? Mm. What's the reason? There's always a reason. There's always. It just didn't come out of the air, you know. Somebody got hurt before mm. they came to you and now they want to you know act funny and i don't like that so you need to can work on yourself I, before you can i can i just mention sorry for interacting cooks um no, i okay i just want to add to my own experience right um i know a lot of people would say that no to me is bisexual and mm. i would get so uh, my chest would get tight a bit because i'm just like i don't like being called bisexual you know, mm. I I don't feel like that's who I am or whatever. But then I also had to realize why is it that I don't like it? Because if you look at it, I'm open to both, you know, genders. Um, yeah. You know, and it was a thing of I had to realize that I don't like it because of the stigma. I don't like it because of this, uh, the stereotypes that come along with that label, mm. you know. And that's the thing. You just have to sit down and realize, you know, why is it that I don't want to be labeled as this person or that mm. I don't want to be labeled as a bisexual, you know? Because mm. um, I, also, I also sat down with myself and I said, okay, to me, I think about it. You, let's say you're bisexual, fine. Would you then date a bisexual man? And, you know, it, 
it was like a a thing of hmm why wouldn't you you know mm. um and i also i that's the thing i had to have an honest conversation with myself and you know say it's because of the stereotypes and the stigmas that are surrounded by this that's why i wouldn't want to be with a bisexual man and i have mm-hmm. i have to slowly unlearn that that mentality you yeah. Know, yeah learn these stigmas and stuff it's just yeah I think it's a lot. It's, it's just like any other new new process or journey that anybody experiences. Yeah. You have to sort of start to unlearn the things that you thought and start to, you know, take in. Yeah. Okay, this is actually how it is. Okay. This is how it is. You know, it's it's a personal journey just like any other type of personal journey. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. It's not the most beautiful thing. Like, it's really <laughs> like, it's yo yo. I hate it. Yeah. When I think about it, I'm just like yo. It was actually really really hard because first you have to come out to yourself before you even think Ooh. about t- telling anybody else. You need to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now you're honest with yourself. You're coming out. Then you think about wait. Would I actually be cool with ABC? Or would I actually do ABC? Like, you have to sit and you have to be like, yo, uh uh, no, man. (laughs) You have to be like, I don't. don't." Like, there was a time where I would just sit and be like, you know what? I just want to turn off my brain because I've had enough. Like, I've had enough. Like, it's a really uncomfortable process, but it has to be done and you have to go through it. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because you wouldn't be doing yourself a service, really. You wouldn't be doing yourself justice if you are out here having all those, like having internalized homophobia. You need to just yes, that's do it. that Good. and work with it. Just work with it, you know. Nail on the head, friend. Internalized mm-hmm. homophobia. Is yeah, it? and it's rough because that's why you end up self-destructing. Your mm. friend, your uh, uh, <laughs> is, is just wow, 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 wow. Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you for having us, Let's have <laughs> Thank you so much for educating us all with you. You know, we're trying to make this world a better place. So. Oh man, you know what's a better time. Exactly. One conversation at a time. Exactly. One conversation over a cup of tea at a time. Oh yes, yes, yes. Don't forget the lemon and ginger. Ah, you know the vibes. <laughs> anyway, stay well, stay safe, and take care of yourself. Likewise, darling. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
dear, I think this time around 